Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 6.51 a.m. You are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast up super early in the morning. Good morning to you. If you are up this early in the morning, you got coffee going on, you are one of the elite. And this is the podcast for you. Lots of great stuff going on here in the city of Aurora and lots of important things as well. We've got a great episode and interview coming up for you guys after the sound of my voice, as you always know. So be sure to uh, stick around and check that out. If you were at the last mass vax event that took place at the Carson's on uh, Lake Street, you may, and I say may, you may have seen your boy. As we've mentioned before, this is way more than a podcast. All the information that we give you uh, is real pertinent. You can touch it and feel it, and it's legit. And not only that, for many of the initiatives that we talk about, your friendly neighborhood radio host is actually there on the ground, boots on the ground, volunteering at them. Monday the 29th is going to be a really important day here in the city of Aurora. There's a lot of stuff going on. Two things that are going on. The first, the Stronger Together Community Blood Drive. Brought to us and hosted by our great state representatives of the 83rd District, Barbara Hernandez of the 84th District, Stephanie Kipowit, and of the 50th District, Keith Wheeler. Also joining is the Duquesne Abate Group. They are also part of uh, or hosting this great blood drive. Every donor will save up to three lives. It's going to be held at 1 East Benton, the Old Aurora Public Library, in the lower level, Gallery 1904. Also on Monday the 29th, there is NeighborVax Aurora, which is another vaccination event. Also hosted by our legislators, Keith Wheeler, Stephanie Kiffelwitt, Barb Hernandez, also State Senator Linda Holmes, and Karina Villa. And then uh, East Aurora High School, 500 Tom Cat Lane, is going to be the place. And it's brought to us by East Aurora High School and in conjunction with BNA Healthcare. Shouts out to all of our great elected officials and shouts out to East Aurora High School and the VNA for making sure that our folks, our neighbors, get vaccinated and are safe. All right. Moving right along, a couple other things to talk about. Uh, today, the 25th, there's live preschool story time, 11 a.m. at the Aurora Public Library. And at the West Branch, there is a West Branch book discussion at 6.30 p.m. today. That's going to be live as well. Also, an evening with Harlan Cuban at 7 o'clock p.m. Registration is required for all of these. Harlan Cuban, award-winning and number one New York Times bestselling author, discusses his new book, When, 
in conversation with internationally best-selling author Sherry LaPena. Tomorrow the 26th at the library, Five Amazing Things Invented by Women. That's going to be at 3 o'clock p.m. Registration is also required. Celebrate Women Inventors during Women History Month. These five things we use every day were invented by women. What are they? Listen carefully to the sounds and make a guess. Shouts out to the Royal Public Library for all the great stuff they've been putting on. Okay. Shouts out to McCarty Mills Tap Room. Uh, First Friday is returning in person April 2nd. From 5 to 10 p.m., Art by Devon, an original art and pop-up shop, will be happening at McCarty Mills 140 South River Street, Suite 108 in Aurora, Illinois, across the street from the Aurora Public Library. 10% of all art sales made on that day will be donated to Visual Arts. Visual Arts is a local nonprofit 501c3 dedicated to arts and culture. And Devin, the artist, is a good friend of ours, like a personal friend, like homegirl. So, you know, go there, support local, and uh, have some of the great craft beer that is there at McCarty Mills. And if you are hip and in your, if you're in the mix and the weather's getting better and better, you know, if you, if you continue to support and shop local, you might run into your favorite neighborhood radio host and some of the other crew, Jeanette. Who knows who we may be with? You can catch us at McCarty Mills, kicking it. Okie dokie. Let us move on to the next piece of news here. Rotary Club, Rotary Club, Rotary Club. Okay. There's a downtown Aurora scavenger hunt taking place, brought to us by the Aurora Sunrise Rotary Club and partnering up with Bally Doyle, 28 West New York Street in downtown Aurora. Teams of four, the price is $150. That includes drink tickets. Prizes for first place and best team t-shirt theme are also going to be popping off with a 50-50 and basket raffles. Sign up your team today at www.rotaryaurora.org. This will be an outdoor event encompassing all of downtown Aurora. Masks are required. And last but not least, got to tell you guys that if you are looking for a job, Handshake, which is an app, not the actual shaking of hands. Friday, April 9th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., Wabonzi Community College, in partnership with IDES, Illinois Department of Employment Security, are teaming up for a virtual career fair. Students and community members are welcome. If you're looking for a new career, trying to transition, or looking for a beginning career, this is for you. It's also sponsored by IC3SP, Illinois Community College Career Services Professionals. How's that for a mouthful? So, yeah, things have been going really good. Uh, Good Morning Aurora will be one year old this year. May 11th is going to be the birthday slash anniversary of the show. And we're uh, we're thinking about doing a little shebang, you know, a little a little kickback, a little party or something like that, you know. And uh, so stay tuned for that. You guys will definitely be able to come and join and we'll let it be known when that will be taking place. And get your Good Morning Aurora t-shirts and gear. Cottonseed Creative Exchange, 8 North Broadway, downtown Aurora. Woman-owned, veteran-owned store, great place to shop. Shouts out to Cottonseed Creative Exchange. And if you go in there, say that you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. And that is the news. All right. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning again. Absolutely. All right, man. Um, for our listeners mm-hmm. and our viewers, let us know who you are, 
Well, my name is Chris Hansen. Uh, I'm the president of Duquesne Abate. Um, for those who don't know, Abate is a brotherhood, yeah, brotherhood aimed towards education. We're a grassroots organization that fights for the rights and freedoms of motorcyclists, ATV riders, and off-roaders. Uh, our chapter specifically covers DeKalb, Kane, uh, and DuPage County. So you know we cover three counties. So we've got we got a lot of ground to cover um, in that aspect of things. I saw that you guys are a volunteer organization. Every member is a volunteer. Yep. Yeah, okay. we're all we're all volunteers. We're not paid. We take our time to do this. Um, and you got to believe if we're taking the time and as much time as it takes for a lot of us, we really believe in what we're doing and and accomplishing what we need to accomplish, or we'd never do it. Right. Um, and when it when we talk about motorcycle rights, we're gonna get into you specifically as a person and your background and everything like. But when we talk about motorcycling and the motorcyclists and and the rights of the rider, what is Duquesne or uh, Duquesne Bates like big goal? Um, our big goal. I mean, our big goal is always the same thing, and it's that you know we we want. It's not that we want everything for free. I mean, if you talk to any, you know, any abate member, we don't want special treatment. We don't want it free stuff. We don't want where there's laws and rules that, you know, well, motorcycles should just get to ignore them. What we want is what's fair. You know, we want to make sure that at the end of the day, if you want to go out and ride your motorcycle, you're not being terrorized or you're not, you know, being penalized for something. You have freedom of choice. Uh, you know, with your riding gear, that you're able to go out and put the right fuel in your motorcycle without, you know, ruining your, your manufacturer's warranty and stuff like that. We want everything to be right for motorcyclists um, because at the end of the day, if a bait isn't fighting for the rights and freedoms of motorcyclists, nobody's going to, and those rights are just going to disappear. To that end, you guys are always involved in or knowledgeable about any legislation that could come up and affect bikers. Mm -hmm. You guys are also well equipped to um, handle and understand witness slips yep. and things like that as well. What's it like being a motorcyclist but uh, with a legislative back, you know, how does that <laughs> What's the... Well, there are days that it can be really fun and then there are days where I'd like to bang my head against the wall yeah. until I can't <laughs> feel feelings anymore. Um, it's you know, so our state organization, Josh Witowski, is our state legislative coordinator, and he is always sending out alerts and notifications on different stuff that can impact. And then our chapter, uh, Randy Ramey, who's a former state uh, representative, he is our uh, legislative coordinator for Duquesne chapter. So between the two of them, we're kept very up to date. And um, if anybody's attempted to navigate the ILGA website, they know how frustrating it is to, oh. to maneuver that website yeah. alone. So, yeah, we fill out the witness slips. It's figuring out how to get to the witness slip part of it that can be frustrating. But yeah, LJ, I mean, it is a, oh, it's a maze. Click here to click here to click here and then hit back and go over here. And yeah, it's a mess. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, personally, you know, um, politics is one of my passions. So I personally enjoy it. But, yeah, there are days where... Yeah, like I said, I'd like to bang my head against the wall because it could be frustrating. Um, now, you mentioned before that um, Duquesne Abate was born out of Easy Rider. Well, Abate, Abate in general. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's okay. how Abate got The Abate started. organization, yeah. right. 
Duquesne Bank got started, I believe we were formed in 1987. Holy cow. Yeah, so we're one of the older ones. Not, definitely not the oldest, but we're one of the older ones. Uh, one of 47 chapters in the state. Um, but yeah, we've got, you know, with our three counties, we've got a pretty big area. You know, Northeast is very, very busy. You have our chapter, then you've got uh, Pat Jones, who's a president down in Chicago. Mm -hmm. You know, there's Will County, there's South Suburban. Um, there's Northern Illinois, which is more your McHenry. So the Northeast region is very, very busy when it comes to, to our work. Actually, yesterday we had our president's meeting, which was all the presidents from the Northeast chapters. Mm -hmm. We all sat down and got our griping out of the way. <laughs> Figured out where we were going to go. Um, now, you guys meet at the American Legion Post, which is in West Chicago. Yep. Okay. How long have you guys been meeting there? They used to be in St. Charles. At least 10, 15 years ago, we, I want to say we moved there. Um, and yeah, it's uh, third Tuesday of every month, 7.30 p.m. And I, I will say that uh, that American Legion Post has been very good with us, you know, dealing with, you know, all the COVID regulations and all that and still allowing us to meet and, and do what we need to do to, to help keep fighting our fight. I mean, they've been, they've been awesome. So shout out to them for yeah. letting us keep being us. Shouts out to the American Legion for sure. Um, all right. So, first of all, what does a bait mean to you? Freedom. Um, it's, it, it means, I mean, I'm very passionate about it because it's one of those, you need to, it, we're in one of those weird times where you see your average age of membership growing, you know, going up, and now it's, it's that transaction of bringing in the future behind them mm -hmm. so that we keep this going. Um, but Abate to me, I mean, I look at what Abate of Illinois does for motorcyclists and knowing personally what I can do and what I don't have to deal with because of Abate, you know, um, knowing, like I said, you know, I've got freedom of choice when it comes to riding gear. Uh, there's a lot of states that don't. Um, there's, you know, legislature, not even legislation, just laws out there protecting, you know, passengers on motorcycles. Um, so, I mean, just knowing that we have the options and opportunities that we have that I can enjoy the sport, because realistically, riding my motorcycle, that's my, that's my get away from everything, that's my solace, that's what, I, you know, when I'm stressed out, I get on the bike, I go. So, to know that I have that freedom and the opportunity, that's, that's what that means to me. I saw an interesting picture of you on Instagram with your, your riding mm -hmm. and your beard. You had a beard. It was yeah. a, you had a ZZ yeah, top before looking. I, before I hacked it off. Yeah. And uh, like the wind is doing it like this yeah. and it's flying back. That's why I hacked it off. I <laughs> my nose and hit my eyeballs and all that stuff. But then it started turning gray and I'm like, okay, it's just got to go now. Right. Got to get really gray. But yeah, too young for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't have that. Um, so what was Easy Rider? Oh, Easy Rider is a motorcyclist magazine that's been around for Ever. I couldn't even tell you when that got started. Um, yeah, that magazine's been around forever. And like I said, the guys doing it, they thought, you know, we're sitting here and we're watching all this stuff happen. I think at the time, I could be wrong, but I think it was regarding helmet laws and stuff like this. And Easy Rider said, well, there's nobody out there representing us. We've got to do something about that. And that's where the idea of a bait came about and how it got formed. And that's, you know, and then of course, like I said, it's grown to now where every state has their own state of bait. So there's 50 states. Each state has a bait Illinois. 
you know, on this, so the, so abate works on the state level, and then we work with the MRF and the AMA on the national federal level. Gotcha. What's the MRF? Uh, Motorcycle Riders Foundation. And what's the AMA? Uh, American Motorcyclists Association. All right. We get a lot of acronyms on this show, mm -hmm. so we got to, you know. Yeah, no, I hear you. They said FBI? Yeah. Click off, y'all. No, no FBI. <laughs> yeah. no, keep them out. Um, what's the requirements for being a member of a bait? There really aren't any. I mean, you know, obviously most of us ride, but you don't have to ride. You can like motorcycles. You can like, you know, fighting for the rights of motorcycles and not ride. I mean, we do have members that don't ride. Um, but realistically, it's 25 bucks a year, and all we really want is we want you to be involved. Um, whether that's you come to meetings, whether that's if we need, you know, witness slips or a letter shut off to your legislator that you do it, you know, it's just be involved when you can because obviously like we talked about, it's a volunteer thing. So to demand, you know, you need to do this, this, and this just doesn't work. But, you know, when you have the chance, you know, help us out. That's all. That's all we really want. All right. Bike requirements? Do you have to have a Harley to... No? No. Okay. That, You're talking that, to a guy who yeah. does not... Yeah. All I know is what I see, brother, right? No, see, and, that, <laughs> yeah. and I'm glad you brought that because there is that whole thing of all of base, just old Harley riders. and blah. We have, I mean, in our chapter alone, I mean, we've got such a mix of it. We've got Harleys, Hondas, BMWs, Kawasaki's. It does not matter. Two, three wheels, it doesn't matter. It, it, there is not a... There's, we are not just Harley riders. Okay. Uh, we've done a lot of work to dispel that rumor. Okay. <laughs> um, it's taken time, and there's just people that are never going to believe it, and that's, you know, that's fine. But we know it is not a, if you pull up on a Suzuki, we're not going to tell you to get lost. We're okay. Gonna, we're going to tell you to park your bike and come on in because you're you're one of the ones we're fighting for. Right. You're a rider. Okay. Um, so we'll, we're, we are going to get into um, the advocacy and the, um, you know, the work that you guys have been doing specifically about helmets and helmet laws and everything like that sure. but before we get to that i kind of just want to feel it out because as a guy who doesn't ride mm -hmm. right but who's been fascinated with motorcycles and riders my son loves them vroom, sure. vroom. absolutely um in your opinion what's the biggest misconception that the general public has about motorcyclists um, I think right now the biggest misconception is that we're all gang members. Um, I don't know how many times I hear, you know, if, if you talk about, you know, motorcycle clubs or MCs as I'll call them, uh, oh, it's, they're just a biker gang. You know, there's there's that misconception that, you know, we're all out there dealing drugs and, you know, Certainly. beating people, you know, and, and all that nonsense. And realistically, at the end of the day, and last year was a great year to show up, bikers, they do so much for local community and charities. Like, if you look at last year when everything was shut down, I can't tell you how many motorcycle birthday parades I participated in where I was probably getting three, four phone calls or messages a day saying, hey, my daughter's turning this, my son's turning this, can you do a ride by here, 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 and here, and here? I mean, we were doing five a day at one point where there was, you know, anywhere from 20 to 80 of us showing up on our motor and you know these kids are running around all outside and here comes 80 bikes past you know right for his you know so i mean that's i think one of the biggest misconceptions is is that is that you know all the people see us in our leather and our vests and our patches and it's off now it's a motorcycle gang when in reality i'm confident in saying that i bikers do more for community and charity than 
99% of the rest of the population. I okay. Have no problem saying that. Um, you guys do, and I know this personally. I have seen you guys as flyers for um, uh, riding toy drives and things mm -hmm. like that. I can't think of the name of it at the moment, but yeah. yeah, you're right. But it would seem, and we're not going to talk about Duquesne Abate, sure. and we're not going to talk about any others, but it would seem that part of the culture, right, is mm -hmm. being an outsider mm -hmm. and the us, because not many people are cyclists mm -hmm. so you know w without being a one percent or anything like that you are part of an exclusive group that not everybody's in sure can you see why like dad driving the station wagon would see you know nine members with the same thing and be right yeah no i mean i could see that i could yeah. also see <laughs> Dad driving the station wagon saying, damn, I need to trade this car. Out <laughs> this is stupid. But yeah, no, I, I, honey, I need one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand to a point why there can be a misconception of, you know, what we are, what it is that we do. But that's where the education part of this comes in and educating the public of, you know, if you see a group of 10 bikers that roll in and they're all in their vest and go, you don't need to panic. Right. Nothing bad is going to happen. I'd see it in the same eyes as, you know, and, and this does upset me, which I'm interested in hearing your point, like, you know, great works of art have been painted on buildings using spray cans. Mm -hmm. I mean, murals with Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King Jr. using spray cans. Sure. At the same time, any hood is going to have graffiti mm -hmm. made by that same spray can. Yep. It would seem that misconceptions are tough to break down, no matter where we find them. Mm -hmm. Oh, they yeah, they are. Once and once you got a general, you know, consensus, I would call it, of the general public on what we are. Yeah, to break that down is you, you're gonna have to work. You can't just walk into a place and be like, oh hey, no, we're good people, and they're gonna be like, oh, yeah. well, why was I worried that? Right. It doesn't work that way. You 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 are gonna have some work cut out for you, and it's. I don't want to call it a never-ending job, but it's a never-ending job. What kind of uh, what bike do you ride now? I have got a 2011 Harley uh, Electric Glide Limited. Okay, I know nothing about bikes, so I have nothing. You got the big bagger. It's the couch on wheels. Okay, I yeah, say. yeah, I like those. Mm -hmm. um, what was your first bike? First bike I owned or first bike I rode? Both. First bike you. Let's start with the first bike you rode. Oh man. <laughs> Whatever dirt bike my uncle had in his garage that I crashed on about 27 times in the first. I think it was an old, might have been a little Honda. It was an off-road, I think a little like Honda 250 or something that okay. we were rolling around in the backyard. Uh, I was on a Honda for a while, VTX, and then I think I moved into my Dyna from Harley. So, Dyna Glide? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. See? What? I know that. You, I know that you, part. You followed me. <laughs> um... So, have you taken part in any rides, like cross-country rides, the kind of stuff that we see? Uh, well, I work for a Harley-Davidson dealership, so uh, it's hard to do those rides in summer because summer's our busy time, so you can find me at Heritage Harley for most of the summer, but um, we've done some long, long rides, obviously. I mean, I try and get at least 10,000 miles on a year, 
um, riding, whether it's, you know, we take a day trip, you know, up to Galena and bring the stagecoach trail back, or if we roll out of state or roll up to Wisconsin, you know, hmm. got to go to Wisconsin and get the spotted cow because, you know, you can't buy it here. So Spotted cow? Uh, it's a, the beer that they make up in Wisconsin that they don't oh. sell outside of the state. So. Oh, Okay. You get up there next, make sure you get some. My man, yeah. <laughs> we made a trip to Wisconsin just for beer and cheese curds, I'm telling you. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, in the, uh, in the realm of motorcycles today, mm-hmm. okay, what are the top-of-the-line bikes? What's, uh, you know, as a dealer, mm-hmm. and uh, but a consumer as well, yep. what do you like? I mean, it's it's all about, it depends what you like. I mean, Harley's out there, obviously. Harley's always been out there. But um, Indian is right there. Um, you've got, you know, Honda. You've got um, Triumph is, is out there. BMW's making a big, you know, big splash and stuff. So it's, it, you know, and a lot of the off-road stuff is coming. So you see like a BMW R1200 GS, you know, they're, you know they're not sitting around in dealerships, so really it's it's not so much of who's leading. It's it's an across the board thing where each you know brand's got you know Honda's got their Goldwings, you know um, Harley's got their Baggers, you know stuff like that. And then you've got your off road guys that are starting to make a big push, mm-hmm. um, which is why Harley's now jumped into the off road uh, with their new Pan America. Um, you know you got KTM and BMW and Honda who have always been the off road. So it's going to be interesting to see. Where Harley, if and when they can fit into that demographic, but right. yeah, it's it's an across the board thing. Um, I personally have always liked the look of Indians, more or less the old school, you know, old style. Yeah, that's an old school company. Not, not, not necessarily all their new stuff, but yeah, I mean, they're you know, you find an old school, you know, laced saddlebags and those curvy fenders, and Indians always had a look I've I've enjoyed. Head out on a highway. It's just Looking like that. Forward. I love uh-huh. it, man. All right. Um, so, for the people who are not riders, mm-hmm. and for the people who are not familiar with the bait, the average GQ public, mm-hmm. they would think that not wearing a helmet when riding mm-hmm. is unsafe. Take me through and why Duquesne Abate um, has advocated mm-hmm. for not being required to wear helmet. Right. So I'm glad this came up because what I want to point out first and foremost is we are not against helmets. Sure. There is a huge misconception that we're the anti-helmet helmet hater people. Um, we are not against helmets by any means. Where we get involved is... The government telling us what we have to and don't have to wear. Okay. Um, so we are very much advocates for freedom of choice. So if you want to wear a helmet, great. Gotcha. If you don't want to wear a helmet, great. Um, and a lot of it gets thrown at me like, you know, they got kids on the back. Well, I know a lot of bikers, and I don't think I've ever met one, ever, you know, in today's day and age, that throws their kid on the back of a bike and doesn't have a helmet on. Right. I mean, I really don't know any. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, and, and I mean, I'm not going to tell you that, because I personally don't wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to tell you that I don't understand the risks involved in that, because I do. Right. I do. Um, 
But at the end of the day, it's just my personal preference, and I like to have that choice. Sure. You know, so that's where we are. We're we're very pro freedom of choice. But again, if you want to wear helmets, it's not like we're going to come get you because you have a helmet. That's perfectly fine. I, right. We have no issues with helmets whatsoever. And Duquesne Abate, mm-hmm. from everything that I've seen, yep. is a professional, responsible, and safe organization. Well, we try. Yeah. You know, we try. But as a guy, again, mm-hmm. who's not a writer, who just knows the basics of that, it just has sure. always intrigued me mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Um, but again, to your point, I'm glad you clarified it, you guys are not against helmets. Not at all. Good. Um now, what else is the government trying to do when it comes to, in, in the Duquesne debate, Chris Hansen opinion, when it comes to, like, gear? What are they trying to regulate? Well, there was an issue... you got to be on you know, a tire, a bow tire or something while you're riding yeah. a bike. That's kind of whack. Well, there, there, was, there was an issue a couple of years ago, and this was a Chicago issue. This was Chicago debate, not necessarily us, but there was a... They were trying to pass some law or whatever where they were going to ban Kevlar... Uh, jackets or clothing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the problem with that is that if you look at any of the sport bike riders around, that's what they all wear. So technically, if they would have gotten on and they'd have had their Kevlar jacket on and they got on their sport bike and rode down Lakeshore Avenue and they got pulled over, it would have been illegal. So a beta of Illinois worked with Chicago Abate on that one and got that nixed out. Okay. Uh, because, you know, so it's... Gear is just, helmets are part of gear, but there's also things like that with, you know, like when this was a Kevlar issue down in Chicago, where they immediately stepped in and said, hey, here's a problem, maybe you didn't think about this, you know, Mm. our riders are using Kevlar jackets to ride, you know, because, you know, they want that protection. Right. Um, Don't be making that illegal, that's going to be a problem. Right. So, they got that fixed, so... Yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, things like that. It's not just helmets when it comes to apparel, you know, or riding gear, but that's definitely one of them. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's a very broad blanket of that, but that is the last one that I remember happening that Abate stepped in that was not helmet-related but gear-related. Um, who's the greatest motorcyclist of all time? <laughs> Uh, I apologize. That sounds like a rookie question, but I've, this is my no, first time interviewing like a real cyclist. That's a hard one to answer for me. I don't, I don't know that I could give you that answer. I'd actually have to sit down and write a list and figure some stuff. Okay. Some stuff out on that. So let me go a little bit more though on that same kind of tack with you. Then, did you have a mentor? Um. Honestly, I, I guess I had what. Well, what got me into liking motorcycles is I remember, you know, living in Wisconsin, and we ended up going to Milwaukee, and got near the Harley factory, and there was all these motorcycles out there. I, was, I think it was like maybe eight at the time. Mm-hmm. All these motorcyclists, and you know, walking around thinking, "Oh, these are cool as hell." What are you know? What's going on yeah, with this? Yeah. And then it happened to be that you know the bikers were out there with them, and they're showing me their bikes and doing all, and that's really what got me hooked into them. And I was like, "Okay, I want one of those." Mm. And um, so, like I said, you know, kid, you ride around on the dirt bikes out back in the backyard. You know, back when we could, you know, crash without the end of the world happening. <laughs> and uh, when I was a sophomore in high school. I started working for the local Harley dealership, and it's been all that ever since. So, next question: mm-hmm. 
What's wrong with America? Oh, God, you only gave me an hour to talk. <laughs> um, man, I, what's wrong with America? I think a lot of, I mean, there's a lot wrong with America, but um, I think people forgot how to be people. When, you know, with this whole, you know, the COVID, whatever side of it you're on. I think people forgot to be people. They just forgot to be genuine. Everybody's angry. Everybody's, you know, blaming everybody for everything. I mean, and I can tell, I mean, and you always had your people that were that way. But the majority of people now, I think it's, it's just, it's something that people have forgotten and everybody is out to, to get someone or everybody's out to point blame or, or this, that, and the other. Everything's offensive now. I mean, we're canceling cartoons for God's sake. It's, I think people just forgot to be people, if I can, you know, put it down into one thing without going off on a three-hour tangent. Sure. You know, I, I think that's what it is. Maybe there's not a quick fix. What do you think could correct some of that? Uh, well, being less offended. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't things that are happening that are bad, you know, aren't bad or, or things that need addressing. Um, but, I mean, if, if we're getting offended by cartoons, I mean, maybe we're taking this a little bit too far, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but being open to other people, understanding their point of view. You know, I, I can't believe that there are people that have lost friends and family because they disagree about politics. It's very simple. I mean, you and I may not agree on everything. And that's okay. We can discuss it because we're adults. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. We know nothing's going to change on our opinions, but we might have learned a new aspect of it. But hey, if you're that guy that just can't talk about it without, you know, getting angry, and hey, guess what? Talk about sports. Talk about something else. It doesn't, you, you don't have to rip apart everything because you don't agree. It's just stupid. I agree. You don't got to burn down the damn world because the guy sitting next to you on the train, whatever, mm -hmm. right? Um, I will say I have been kind of, I've been personally disappointed in humans over the last year or so too mm -hmm. because I feel like people, I feel like not trying to reach across or not trying to like get to see the other guy's perspective, that's the cool thing now. Nah, nah. You know, now it's cool to 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 have that in, that intellectual silo yeah. to not go about, and that's why I asked about the um, the helmet thing because I saw stupid comments, right? Mm -hmm. Keyboard warriors, sure. as Sheriff Hayne likes to call them, right? Uh huh. And <laughs> he, he might be the one guy that gets more keyboard warriors than I do. Oh my God, the Kane County Facebook page or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I hit Ron Hayne and I did a video during COVID about how it was perfectly legal to go out and ride your motorcycle. Yeah. And some of the comments that we got, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's the keyboard warriors. Um, but yeah, I don't know anything. Like I said, I ain't a writer, mm -hmm. but the best thing for me to do is to talk to one and see what's going on and understand that. Sure. Um, and I think that if, I personally think that if, if America did a little bit more of that, we could be doing a whole lot better than we're doing right now. We definitely could move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, where'd you grow up? 
I uh, grew up in Wisconsin. Actually, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, the majority of my life was spent there. So, What's Fond du Lac, Wisconsin like? like? Uh, it's pretty much like everything else. You know, it's, it's grown. It's getting bigger. Um, I actually went up there uh, back in October. I hadn't been there in a few years. Half the stuff I remember being there was gone. Uh, really? Yeah, it was it was crazy to see stuff, you know, growing up and you remember hanging out here and hanging out here. Oh, nope, those are gone. Right. Whether they closed, lost their business, you know, stuff like that. Um, it was fun, though. I mean, you know, I'm a Packers fan, so that doesn't always oh, sell well. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> the camera's off. Um, now, you were adopted. Yep. What was it like growing up adopted? Confusing. You know, you're, you're a kid. And you try and figure out, okay, it's why didn't this one want me, you know? Um, and it takes a while. You have to mature. You have to get to that one point where you figure out, okay, you know what? You can sit here and dwell on that, or you can just be thankful for the ones that, you know, did want you and brought you up and made sure you had a roof over your head and made sure you went down the right paths in life. You know, you didn't end up dead somewhere. So maybe instead of being worried about that, you need to start being appreciative of this. And it, it took a while. I mean, I won't lie about it. Like I said, it, the fact that my parents still talk to me shows they're better people than I am because <laughs> I was not always easy, you know, as a child to them. Um, so the fact that they're better than I am, I'm very thankful for because I still have them in my life. So right. I'm very lucky with that because me, I had told me to pump saying a long time <laughs> Um, but now, uh, nowadays, now you reside in Elburn yep. or around in around mm-hmm. Elburn. What's Elburn like? Not Chicago, thank God. <laughs> I like. I think growing up in Wisconsin, and you know, we were more outside of town. I like the, I like the country. I like being outside. I, was say, you're I don't, a, I don't yeah, like. I could tell. Yeah, you're a country I don't. Boy. I, I don't like the houses right on top of each other. No, that's just not my thing. Um, you know, we. You know, it's and plus, you know. For the motorcycling, it's perfect because I'm already out in the country and I just go keep going west and I get farther and farther away. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, so I was on your Twitter this morning and I saw a guy in a leprechaun outfit on a bike. Mm-hmm. Was that you? No, that was not me. Okay. <laughs> no, that was not me. I did not dye my beard red, no. Uh, talk about that. Was that one of, uh, was that one of the... Um, community fundraising initiatives? Um, well, that was, I think, I want to say that was our Duquesne Abate St. Patrick's Day post. Um, there's a number of them that happened, you know, back when we were having yeah. St. Patrick's Day parades. But, you know, we were involved in a good chunk of them. So to see one of us get dressed up like a leprechaun was not out of the question. All right, because I couldn't tell. Yeah, I it's, couldn't it's tell no about my boy Chris the, Hansen. I'm no, like, it's no different <laughs> than the toy runs where all of a sudden there's 36 Santas on motorcycles running. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not an uncommon thing. Um, let's talk about Polar Plunge. Okay. Tell me about it. It was cold. It looked looked like it. Uh, so we got asked to do the, by Maple Park, to do their Polar Plunge. Ron Hain did it. Jamie Monster did it. Um, there was a whole, I mean, I think they said they had 110 different plungers Mm -hmm. that day. Um, so obviously we were out in Maple Park, and they don't have a lake out there. So they set it up at their fire station where they had the fire hose running from the truck with a big you know, nozzle on the end of it, and that's how you did your plunges. 
it was you went into the hose and got yourself sprayed so oh shoot yeah so of course you know the 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 day before that it was absolutely gorgeous outside it was in the 60s nothing you know but it was perfect the mm -hmm. next day it's 45 and it's windier than all hell it's cold <laughs> on. and uh yeah then you go and do this but um it it was very cool because we got you know at the afterwards you know they had a lot of the athletes there that we were helping and i want to say i saw between the group of us and uh, Maple Park and then Yorkville did it. Um, I want to say St. Charles had one. I know I'm missing a few, but I saw something come through on an email the other day that they raised over like $200,000 between all of them. Good for them. For, for to help these kids with their Special Olympics. So it was, it was very cool, and it's always good to find different ways to, you know, give back to the community. And you know, if i got to run around like an idiot in shorts and jump into a fire hose for a little while, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. I've done stupider stuff. It's a good life, right? Mm -hmm. Giving yep. back to people. Hey, if you can help them, help them. Right. Um, so what's uh, what's 2021 look like for Duquesne Abate? What we got coming up? Calendar events? Uh, calendar event-wise, uh, actually a week from today, we're right back here in Aurora. We're doing a blood drive with uh, Barbara Hernandez, Stephanie Kifwit, and Keith Wheeler. Shouts out. Five, so that'll be good. Um, and then after that, we roll into May. We've got our motorcycle awareness month is is May, so there's a lot of running around getting proclamations from different, you know, mayors and and stuff like that about that. And then we, you know, we start rolling right in the summer with all of our events. So coming up, it's the blood drive on Monday, and then right into motorcycle awareness month. So why don't we ever see Chris Hansen wearing a suit and a tie? Because I only own one, and I never try and bring it out because I am not a suit and tie kind of guy. Um, one of the most enjoyable things is going to some of these events for politicians that we go to, um, and you walk in, and you know, here's all these suit and ties, and then here comes three of us and our our jeans and our vests and all yeah, that. Yeah. And the eyeballs that we're getting. I love uh, it. Oh, some of the stories are are absolutely hilarious, and the the. You really see their faces just freak out when they're already wondering why we're there and what we're doing and did you take a wrong turn? Did you walk in the wrong door? Right. And then said politician. The bar's down there, yeah, buddy. Right? Yeah. And then said politician walks up and hugs us or shakes our hand or something. And then they just don't know what the hell is going on. Right. Because they're like, oh, okay, now we're confused. Right. Um, so a lot of our events are spent explaining who we are, which is not a bad thing. But, you know, it's it can be entertaining to watch some of their faces when we walk in and they're like, Oh, we don't know what's happening. Yeah. No, I um, I like that. I like that. I like to see that. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. I like to see, because I've always felt that, like, the people who will engage, who, the representatives of politicians who will engage the Duquesne debate, who will engage these people, that means a lot more than a person who is, like sitting back making laws or whatever the case may be and will not engage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're we're very lucky in our area of, you know, DeKalb, Kane and DuPage County. We have a very, very good working relationship with legislators in our area, not just on a state level, but on a local level too. Um, you know, like I told you earlier before we got started, you know, I'm having a meeting with Corinne Pierrock this afternoon, you know, Kane County Madam Chair. So it's, it's a local thing. It's definitely a state thing, and we're very lucky with our chapter. You know, if we've got a bill that I need signatures on and co-sponsors, me to shoot out a couple quick emails, 
it's not hard for me to get a response. It's right. not always the response I want, but at least I have that communication there of, you know, yes, no, tweak this and we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but at least we're very lucky in that sense that we have a very good working relationship with our, our local legislators. Yeah. No, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate everything I've seen yep. from Duquesne and Bake. I appreciate everything I've seen. Um, I'm a veteran. I see you guys. I've Thank seen you, you guys' stuff service. in our. Thanks for the support, brother. Absolutely. I've seen you guys' stuff in our hall, um, Roar Tap House. Yep. You guys are in there. So I've been seeing Duquesne Abate and everything you guys have been doing for a long time. So mm -hmm. congratulations. And I that's that's what me as a person like. Forget the show. That's what I like. Right. right? I'm in it for that. Yep. You know. Um, there's two types of people. There's people who are there to volunteer and get the job done, and then there's the guys there for the donuts and the orange juice. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're um, saying. Yeah, you guys are kicking butt, taking names. Um, all right. So here's another one of my fan favorite kind of things. Okay. Is there, in, in your opinion, what's a good motorcycle movie? It's a good biker movie. Um. Uh, it, there's a lot of them out there. Um, okay. The best one again you want me to give? Yeah, you? man. Give me one. What's the one you're thinking of? Um, trying to think of what it's called in brain fart. Um, oh, Lord. Or a good one. I mean, I'm just, I, I guess I could go back to, to uh, you know, Easy Rider again. That's all. I mean, that's when everybody got. That was from like the seventies, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's always the the go to. Okay. I mean, it's always. I mean, it's still good to watch it. I've never seen it. Oh, well, you need to go home. And fix well, there. <laughs> go home and fix that. Very cool. Very cool. All right, man. Um, what did we not talk about? Well, there's a couple, couple issues, um, if I can, that I'd like to touch on. The stuff we're Certainly. working on. So, two of them are something in U.S. what's on the agenda for 21. Well, two things that we're, we're working on very hard. The first one is autonomous vehicles, self-driving cars. Mm -hmm. And the issue with them, and I'll, I'll start this off by saying we understand they're coming. We understand they're here. Right. They're already on Illinois roadways um, without rules and regulations. The problem with them is they don't see motorcycles. And there was, I mean, there's been numerous things out lately about, you know, these autonomous vehicles hitting things like squad cars and, and this and So, you know, if they aren't seeing them, I mean, there's one that hit a fire truck. If it ain't seeing a fire truck, it's not seeing a motorcycle. Right. But there was an article that came out on Friday uh, where a Tesla driverless car, there was no driver in the car. It was, dry, I don't know where the hell it was going, but it was, I don't know if the guy was coming out of the grocery store and he just told his car to drive him or what. Um, but it was driving down through the parking lot this Tesla was and thank God this mother saw her three-year-old toddler in the way because this thing was coming right for this toddler and the mother grabbed the toddler out of the way just as the car was rolling through I mean, it would have ran, ran the kid over um, so you know we it, there's been a lot of stuff NHTSA needs to come out and, and put regulations on these things when Bruce Rauner was leaving office former uh, governor former governor yep he signed an executive order saying that these autonomous vehicles could be on our roadways with no rules or regulations, um, which is why a lot of, a lot of people remember a beta of Illinois had endorsed him, and he did this. We actually pulled our endorsement from him. 
um, because these, again, we know they're coming, and we know it, it, it's a future. Personally, it doesn't make any sense to me because I remember turning 15 and thinking, God, I can't wait to drive my car and get the hell out of here. But now we apparently want cars to drive for us. Uh, God knows why. I think it's just so they could sit there and do this all the time, but whatever. Right. Um, More time on Twitter. Well, yeah, because, you know, every day I drive, and it's all I see is people texting and driving. And if anybody's listening that does that, stop it. Yes. Yeah, seriously. Stop it. On behalf of Good Morning Aurora and Duquesne Abate, yes. quit texting and driving. Please. That shit is dangerous. Um, but it's, yeah, so that's one thing we're going to be working on is trying to work with, you know, and this is a federal thing, too, you know, back to the AMA and MRI, mm-hmm. this is a federal thing, too, is... You know, getting regulations on these on these autonomous vehicles because these are going to become very very dangerous. Uh, Tesla is actually testing out their software for these cars as they sell them. So if you buy a Tesla with the autonomous vehicle software in it, you're basically their test dummy. Kind of making it up as we go yeah. along, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and, let's see what happens. And the realistic response from Tesla is if they kill someone, all right, well we know what we got to fix. Mm. That's the, the you know so it's. It's, I don't want to beat up on Tesla all day, but I mean, that's, that's the one, you know, thing, one of the two things that are are big right now, obviously distracted driving. The other thing that we're working on, and you and I talked a little bit about this before we, we started, what is motorcyclist profiling. Right. And motorcyclist profiling is, is getting to be a bigger and bigger problem, um, to the point of, you know, certain businesses and I won't drop too many names. I will drop one just because some of them I'm still working on. But there are businesses in our area where if I walk in and I've got my vest on, I'm either told to take it off or leave. Uh, there are businesses that you walk right into and there's a big sign on the door, no MC colors allowed. Um, for example, and this is the one name I will drop because they basically told us they're not changing it, is Psycho Silo down in Langley. Not in our area, but a very gotcha. big destination for bikers to ride to. They implemented this to the point where if I walked in with this T-shirt, they're kicking me out. Really? Yeah. Um, anything vest-wise, patch-wise, T-shirt-wise that to them even resembles a club. And a bait is not a club. Right. But, I mean, they're kicking out Hog Chapter members. Hog is not a club either. You know, it's it's a Harley riding group. Um so th- this is a problem, and now it's kind of advanced into, um, not, I don't, you know, nothing to harp on, but, you know, there's, there's training that needs to happen with police, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, like we brought up before, you know, when Hebron had rules where four or five of us rolled into town and we were wearing our colors, they'd pull us over, they could ticket us and arrest us for being a gang because that was part of their gang order. And that was just the way it was. You know, Hebron was one. Um, I'm trying to think. Harvard was the other one that had that same ordinance, which we've worked with them to get rid of. Um, but there's things like that out there. And now it took a twist a couple weeks ago. Um, we got a phone call from a few places in Rockford where the Illinois Gaming Board is now going into some of these places, and it, I've, we found two or three more outside of Rockford, different areas. They seem to be making their way around, where if a business is allowing motorcycle clubs in, they're threatening to pull their gaming license. So That's a hell of a step. Well, think about this. One of the places they threatened was a VFW. 
what outrageous. Kind of, what kind of person do you have to be to threaten a VFW? And here's the problem with it. And I understand outrageous. that. I understand the business's point of view because, I mean, let's be real. After the last year, if you're even open still, you're blessed. Right. And those are money makers for these bars. So if the Illinois Gaming Board walks in and says, okay, you own a bar and you've got, you know, this club in here patronizing, not doing anything wrong, just patronizing your establishment, well, what are you going to make off them a week? 300 bucks? You're going to make 10 grand off these machines. Pick one. Which one are you going to pick? Wow. You're going to pick the games. Right. And I, I get it. you got to keep your doors open. But... It's a problem, and it's one, you know, there's legislation out there right now. Uh, it's House Bill 2617, deals specifically with motorcyclist profiling in Illinois. HB 2617, okay. Uh, Lance Yednock started it. Actually, Barbara <laughs> Hernandez just signed on as a co-sponsor, you know, talking about our relationship with them. She signed on. Um, and it's one that we're, at least up in our area in the Northeast region, you know, we're looking at very hard. This is a big topic in our president's meeting yesterday of dealing with this because we do have a lot of motorcycle clubs up here. And this is, this is an issue. I mean, some of the stuff has happened to me where I've walked into places and, uh, you know, it, like for a political thing. And all of a sudden, you know, I got security guards and every, oh, okay, what's going on? All of a sudden, there's badges everywhere. And, you know, I've had my vest taken and taken into a separate room. And, uh, you know, I mean, things like that have happened. Uh, but there's far worse things that have happened. Like I said, when, you know, you roll into Harvard, people were getting pulled over and arrested for being in a gang just because they were riding their motorcycles through town. So it's a lot of work. Um, one that we are, you know, we're working hand-in-hand hand with these clubs in our area saying, okay, look, you know, this is what we need to do and, and to try and fix it because a lot of it's education. A lot of people just assume, like we talked about at the beginning, well, they got the color, there, there's a game, we got problems. And a lot of it is fixing that and getting that message out there that, look, just because 10 guys roll up on bikes, you know, and you assume they're a gang, they might be on their way to deliver toys for Christmas for a kid who's not going to have much or doing a birthday ride like last year. Um, so, you know, it's not always, don't, don't always judge like that and ju just assume. So those are some of the things that we're working on in 21. But, yeah, profiling is going to be a big one, especially if this Illinois Gaming Board thing keeps going. And I don't, we don't know where they came from or what prompted this or what happened, but... I mean, now you've basically got the government threatening businesses in a time where they're barely floating as it is because they let motorcyclists into their establishment. And that's, that's just, I can't sit by with that. Um, what does America mean to you? I've always loved this country. Um, you know, we've got a lot of things in this country that a lot of other countries don't have. Um, I've always been on the... Um, don't like it, leave it train. Um, but America, you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing with a bait. It's freedom. It's the ability to be able to go out and do what we need to do. Um, you know, and God bless the people that have defended this country, uh, fought for this country. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if anybody, you know, I, my American flag flies outside my house every day. Um, that does not change. So it's... I love this country. I honestly do. Um, I feel bad for anybody that doesn't, um, you know, but it, it's, I don't know, it's freedom. It always has been for me. 
you know, same with the bank. So I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, before we wrap up, mm -hmm. I do want to say that uh, if there's something that's coming up with the bait that's uh, local, I'll see what we can do about the 29th, but there's something coming up with the bait that you think would benefit people to know about in regards to education or something that we could bring the camera to and film, sure. uh, keep us in mind. Keep us in I'll mind. Because right I'm, I'm I glad appreciate to... you pushing the blood drive, by the way, too. So no doubt, man. All that. But yeah, no, definitely. We'll have you out for it. We actually, we've got an event, it, i got to check the date, but I will get it to you, where it's uh, Motorcycle Awareness Day, where we're actually out in Albert on 47 and 38 with big signs saying, put down the cell phones and start seeing motorcycles. <laughs> and we team, Ron's, Ron Haynes out there with us, and yeah. if they blow through the intersection and they're texting, his deputies go have a little chat with them and say, hey, you got to knock that off. And, so we can bring you out to nice. that. Oh, and that's right. Uh, Ron Hain is a member of a bait. Ron Hain is a member of a bait. Yes, he is, because, you know. What kind got, of bike does he have? I think he's got a wide glide, I think, a Dyna wide glide, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't, like I was telling you, I didn't really give him a chance. <laughs> Here, fill this yeah. out and give me money. Good. Let's go. Um, all right. The show ends on a positive note. Okay. What is your message today? For the people of Aurora, Kane County, and since the bait's a national organization, the country. My message to you is, you know, number one, um, locally and nationally, it's getting nice out. We're back on the roads. Put down the damn phones and start seeing us on the roads. Because uh, this is unfortunately the time of year where we start getting data on motorcycle crashes and fatalities, and a lot of them have to do with that. Uh, so start seeing motorcycles. It's that time of year. I know you haven't seen us for a few months, but we're back now. Uh, <laughs> so start watching. Um, but, you know, get, in, get involved is, is one of my things. What can you do to help better? Like you asked me before, what can we do to better America? Well, what can you do to get involved to help better anything, for that matter? For me, it's motorcycles. If you're a rider, hell, if you're not a rider, but you like riding or like motorcycles, get involved. Um, you know, it's again, it's volunteer, but we do more in numbers, and you know, we can make a lot of noise if we have to. So, um, get involved and you know, better something. If it's not Duquesne Abate, if it's not motorcycles, better something. Um, make a difference. You know, it's it's real easy in this day and age lately. Sit around. Well, this is stupid, or this is stupid, or the hell with this guy. Or that. Okay, do something to fix it. Do something to change it. Um, that's that's my big thing. It's just, you know, instead of griping, do something. You know, you, you bring me a problem, good, now give me a solution. City Hall has uh, <clears throat> uh, white roses and I believe cards and pictures of the 250 Aurorans who passed due to COVID. Mm -hmm. The day that they're being put out there, somebody not going to name, name his name, a uh, person who's running for an office. Mm. He's taking a video on his cell phone. Oh, look at this. We got another, um, we got another, you know, another publicity stunt here. You know, they're trying to get, you know, use the dad for a publicity stunt. And it's like myself, another friend who's a veteran, a couple other friends who are veterans, like, you know, just had to kind of comment, let it be known. Like, you know, you could be, you could be helping. Mm hmm Agreed. You no. could be helping. Mm hmm Instead of instead of trying to score a point that you think is credible, 
you could be helping. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, it, no offense against any politician, but we all know that politics can get dirty. Right. And it, it, right. They can turn into stupid games. Of course. I mean, we just witnessed that. You know. Of whatever. course. But. Um, no, it, it, you're absolutely right. You could be doing something to help. You could be helping with this. You could be helping with anything. It's, right. You know, what do we do to make it better? Like I said, you got the you got the problem. Good. We'll bring a solution to the table. Instead of sitting there pointing fingers and screaming at everybody, why don't we start bringing solutions to the table and try and fix all this nonsense? And we might make some headway here and not have to cancel cartoons to appease everybody. They better not cancel Uncle Picos, Frog and Corn, and Ego Rat. We had a person win a shirt over that the other day. Right now, if they get rid of Scooby Doo, I'm riding. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom and Jerry is, you know, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm with you, I brother. Mean, I'm I was with already you, mailing and started messing with my Looney Tunes, but if they start taking, if they start taking Scooby Doo, at, I, I'm going out on yeah. this. Um, and last, how can people find you and and Duquesne Bait? Uh, we are all over social media, Duquesne Bait's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, our website's DuquesneBaitIL.org. Um, come on in, see what we're about. Um, if you see me, if you see any member out there, I mean, you're going to know we've got to bait stuff all over our vests and everything. Ask us what's going on, where we're at, what we're going to be doing. Um, yeah, definitely come on out. I'm uh, hopefully going to give you another avenue, hopefully uh, sometime soon. I got a meeting, like I said, with Corinne Pirog, Madam Chair, this afternoon. Myself and Hunter John were sitting down uh, with her and a couple other people to discuss the possibility of a off-road riding park for ATVs and off-road motorcycles in Kane County. So, hopeful that goes well. All right, all right. Give somebody some of these guys a place to ride, make Ron Hain happy, so he doesn't have to chase ATVs off private. <laughs> so I'm hoping this all goes well. So it'd be another avenue to follow along with. So all right, good. Um, we'll be we will continue to share everything that you guys do that's relevant for helping anybody out yeah i appreciate that and like i said we'll definitely get you out to some events for sure appreciate it absolutely um on behalf of good morning roar we appreciate mr hansen for coming out and talking to us uh and for educating us about uh duquesne abate a brotherhood aimed towards education nailed it this has been a great episode all of you listeners and viewers out there stay up to date on what uh, duquesne abate is doing twitter is a great way to do it other than that, have a blessed, safe, positive day, and we'll see you back here for another episode. Peace out. Thank you.